Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. And to dismantle the deep state and reclaim our democracy from Washington corruption once and for all, and corruption it is. First, I will immediately reissue my 2020 executive order restoring the President's authority to remove rogue bureaucrats, and I will wield that power very aggressively. Second, we will clean out all of the corrupt actors in our national security and intelligence apparatus, and there are plenty of them. The departments and agencies that have been weaponized will be completely overhauled so that faceless bureaucrats will never again be able to target and persecute conservatives, Christians, or the left's political enemies, which they're doing now at a level that nobody can believe even possible. Third, we will totally reform FISA courts, which are so corrupt that the judges seemingly do not care when they are lied to in warrant applications. So many judges have seen so many applications that they know were wrong, or at least they must have known. They do nothing about it. They're lied to. Fourth, to expose the hoaxes and abuses of power that have been tearing our country apart, we will establish a Truth and Reconciliation Commission to declassify and publish all documents on deep state spying, censorship, and corruption. And there are plenty of them. Fifth, we will launch a major crackdown on government leakers who collude with the fake news to deliberately weave false narratives and to subvert our government and our democracy. When possible, we will press criminal charges. Sixth, we will make every Inspector General's office independent and physically separated from the departments they oversee so they do not become the protectors of the deep state. Seventh, I will ask Congress to establish an independent auditing system to continually monitor our intelligence agencies to ensure they are not spying on our citizens or running disinformation campaigns against the American people, or that they are not spying on someone's campaign like they spied on my campaign. Eighth, we will continue the effort launched by the Trump administration to move parts of the sprawling federal bureaucracy to new locations outside the Washington swamp. Just as I moved the Bureau of Land Management to Colorado, as many as 100,000 government positions could be moved out, and I mean immediately, of Washington to places filled with patriots who love America, and they really do love America. Ninth, I will work to ban federal bureaucrats from taking jobs at the companies they deal with and that they regulate. So they deal with these companies and they regulate these companies and then they want to take jobs from these companies. Doesn't work that way. Such a public display cannot go on and it's taking place all the time like with Big Pharma. Finally, I will push a constitutional amendment to impose term limits on members of Congress this is how I will shatter the deep state and restore government that is controlled by the people and for the people. Thank you very much. 
Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We are live with you typically uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Thursday. Uh, the last two days been a little bit late. I apologize about that. Got a lot of stuff going on. Um, I actually, just I had a Zoom meeting with the decentralized media crew um, before I came on here. And um, yeah, guys, it's happening. It, it's really happening. So pretty excited about that. Uh, once you guys maybe hear who we're bringing on board with us uh, and, and kind of what's going on, I can't really release any information now. But once you find out, you're going to be like, no way. Um, is anybody else having sound problems? I see one person out there that is saying that they cannot hear me. Uh, tomorrow on Facebook, it seems to be only you. Um, that is having the sound problem. Maybe refresh the screen and, and check to see if the stream is muted. All right, guys, we are rocking and rolling. And tonight's episode is It Has Begun. What has begun? It's been going on for a long time, but now it's speeding up. We, we just showed this Trump post the other day, right? That hints and indicates, Scavino's post, Trump's post, everything hinting and indicating towards Donald Trump initiating the D class. Remember, he spelled poll, P-O-L-E, instead of P-O-L-L. -L, and so he killed the other L, killed the other L. So kill brackets around L, you do the search the keyboards, guess what you get? You get D class coming. Not only, what, a day later, you get the audio from Carrie Lake that is released. Who's Carrie Lake? That is someone that talks and communicates directly with Donald Trump. She held on to it for 10 months. Why? Because she was given the go-ahead to release it. Now, uh, there, there's that. I'll actually start with that because I think that that is, is pretty important. So um, this was Jeff DeWitt, who is the head of the former head of the Republican Party um, there in Arizona. And he has resigned. Now, I said this yesterday. Um, in a tweet towards this. This is pretty damning. Not only should Jeff DeWitt resign in shame, but a criminal investigation should be waged to discover who he was talking about that made the offer. If you haven't heard the audio, I'm not going to play it. It's about 10 minutes long. But Jeff DeWitt clearly comes out and tells Carrie Lake, we want you to take a two-year hiatus, hiatus from politics. Do not run for Senate. But take a bribe, whatever it is, name your price, we will pay you on a board of a, a company or, or political donations. Doesn't matter. We will give you money. Name your price. Take it two years off. And she goes, nope, I can't be bought. I can't be bought. I can't be bought. She recorded the whole thing. It was interesting, too, because Jeff DeWitt is sitting there and admittedly talked about her governor election being stolen. This is the head of the Arizona Republican Party who knowingly, understands that the race was stolen from Kerry Lake and doesn't do anything, doesn't doesn't step in, doesn't cause up a ruggish, help support lawsuits. And what you begin to see is the dismantling of the deep state, that the deep state is intertwined with all the states themselves, okay? So the question comes about is who was Jeff DeWitt talking to? Now, Jeff DeWitt has resigned from the Arizona Republican Party chair after the audio tape of him attempting to bribe Carrie Lake surfaces claimed the tape was selectively edited and says there is an even more damaging recording. So um, he claims that the tape was edited. The tape was not edited. But I'd love to hear this more um, damaging tape. Now, Mike Lee reported earlier, this is uh, Senator Mike Lee, somebody tried to bribe Carrie Lake. Now, I, pay attention to this because Mike Lee knows, but he's giving you breadcrumbs. Somebody tried, and this is Senator Mike Lee from Utah. Somebody tried to bribe Carrie Lake. That's very illegal. We need to know who it was. Hats off to Carrie Lake for telling the guy to pound sand and not hesitating even for an instance. Do you want to know who it was? This is what I'm getting from some uh, from sources we have. I'll give you one guess who was involved. There is one of the people who was involved in this. Uh, there was quite a few of them, not just him. 
Um, but this goes to the Republican Party as well, Ronna McDaniel. These people were all involved in this. This is this is what we reiterate here. The deep state is not just the Marxists, is not just the radical left. The deep state is the conservative, the right, and left wing of the same bird people. Okay. And that's what's being exposed right now. So when we talk about D classes coming, Trump says last week, put it all out with a, a, a Q timestamp that goes directly to Hillary Clinton servers. Okay. This is indicative that the dump, drip, drip, flood is happening. And guess what? It's happening right now. I, I can't, how many di different things do we have going on right now? The exposure of the pedos, of Epstein, of Hollywood. We got human trafficking, criminal investigations coming about. Um, this is from Chuck Grasley into the custom, uh, into uh, CPS, Child Protective Services, in various states. We have uh, the Carrie Lake leaked audio. This is just the beginning. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Because you've got to remember, if you go back to Trump's speech, what he was just talking about here with the deep state, is it had to be this way. Okay? It had to be this way. The reason it had to be this way is because you cannot tell the people you have to show them. Trump had to do four years of absolute hell. He had to take the slings and the arrows. He had to go through this transition to wait to 2024. 2024 is the real battle, is the final battle. The reason is, is because all of the rest of America had to play catch up from what you and I were talking about in 2017, 2018. The whole rest of the country. And if you go back, to what we talked about, 2017, 2018, 2019, what do you find out? We were deemed conspiracy theorists. We were deleted from social media, from broadcasting platforms for what we were saying. And now it's freaking mainstream news. Now it is confirmed well over a thousand percent of what we were saying is true and accurate. So what does this mean? Well, buckle up, sunshine. Shit is about to get interesting. So one thing that I've been warning about, one thing that I've been talking about is this. I've always talked about Federalist Papers. The Federalist Papers, James Madison, Federalist 47. Federalist 47 says specifically, okay, the four ways to curve a tyrannical and oppressive government. Those four things are disquietude. This is disquietude. This is us being loud and proud, getting on our soapbox, and expressing what we're seeing occurring and putting the news out, right? That's disquietude. The next is civil disobedience. That's coming. For the people, that's coming. We have the convoy on February 2nd heading down to the border. <clears throat> we have civil disobedience occurring in Germany with the farmers. And we're going to have a lot more civil disobedience occurring here in the United States of America throughout this year. And you're going to see why, because of a lot of things going on. The next thing is an outspoken governor and state legislation to counteract the federal tyranny. Now, no more in the in the country do we have federal tyranny than in Texas, Florida, Arizona, and these other border states, which are a sieve for illegal immigration for terrorists that just walked over that border. Now, the touch on uh, the Mosvum, uh, the whole—I see tons of people, mainstream people, putting this guy out there. We covered that yesterday. It, you have to understand that the image was twelve years old. His fucking YouTube page is right there. That's not the same guy. I'm telling you who I think it is. And that's Alawaki. You can go check my video. It's on Twitter. If you want to check that out, it'll be posted in the notes tonight on Substack. So redpillproject.substack.com. But we've been waiting for outspoken governors. We had DeSantis and then he became a little shill, a little bitch. But I said, hey, look, DeSantis is working for Trump. DeSantis is nothing more than a pawn and a stooge to pull out the rhinos, the deep state, and the neocons to bring them out and find out who turns on Trump. You got to remember this last four years for Trump was about loyalty. Hey, they screwed me over. They interfered with me being president. They stole the election from me. Who's going to stick with me? Who is loyal to me? That was Trump's message. That was his purpose. And that's what this was all about. This was all about getting the snakes out from underneath the bed. Getting freaking all their skeletons ready to be coming falling out of the closet. Okay. We are at that point right now where disclosure is going to start dripping, 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 dripping. This Carrie Lake stuff, this is just the beginning of it. How many other conversations do you think Donald Trump, Carrie Lake, 
you know, Matt gets a lot of these people have saved. They have it all, people. They have it all. What does Donald Trump have that we know he has? Nancy Pelosi's laptop from January 6th. He's got Wiener's laptop files. He's got Hillary Clinton email copies. He's got the Burisma server. That right there is, is massive federal offenses, treason, just at the minimum for a lot of people in government and who are currently still in government in the Biden administration. This is going to slowly drip out and come out. What are they going to do? They're strategically going to utilize the information one piece at a time to counteract the globalist, the deep state narratives. That's how you do it. When do you expend ammunition? Going back to the states, this is something that I've been talking about since November of 2020. I said that the only way to save our country is the 10th Amendment. 10th Amendment, period. I said, you're not going to have a traditional, a conventional civil war. You're not going to have the North or the South, the whites or the blacks, Republicans or the Democrats out in the street, lining up in, in, in lines and shooting each other to see who wins, okay? That's not how a civil war is going to be enacted. A civil war is going to be enacted through federal tyranny being curbed by the 10th Amendment and states' rights and states' sovereignty coming together, starting with Texas, where they rise up and other states join in with them. It begun. We were spot on. We were spot fucking on right, people. Uh, Governor Abbott issued this statement right here, my statement on Texas constitutional right to self-defense. Um, he goes in here, the federal government has broken the compact between the United States and the states. The executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws on the books right now. President Biden has refused to enforce those laws and has even violated them. The result is that he has smashed records for illegal immigration, despite having been put on notice in a series of letters, one of which I delivered to him by hand. President Biden has ignored Texas's demands that he perform his constitutional duties. Three bullet points as listed. President Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for federal crime and illegal entry, President Biden has sent to, um, his lawyers in the federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. That's treason, people. President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effects is to illegally allow their en masse par parole into the United States. That is invasion, infiltration. By wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points along the state's southern border, border bridges where nobody drowns and into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. Basically saying he's an accomplice to murder because of his policies, lack of policies. Under Biden's President Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern border in just three years. That is more than the population of 33 different states in this country. This illegal refusal to protect the states has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people all across the United States. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. That is why the framers included both Article 4, Section 4, which promises the federal government shall protect each state against invasion, and Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which acknowledges the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders, Arizona versus the United States, 567, U.S. 387, 419, 2012, Scalia, dissenting opinion. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4, has triggered Article 1, 10, Clause 3, which reverses to this state to the right of self-defense. For these reasons, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, to invoke Texas constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes. To the contrary, the Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority as well as state law to secure the Texas border. Freaking boom. I mean, 
listen, I don't know if Abbott's a good guy. I've always thought of him to be a rhino, but I think with the threat of Donald Trump coming back in, it's time to play games and it's time to play ball. And that's what he's doing. What he just did right there is declared war on the federal government right now. From what I'm hearing is there's national guard and federal officer standoffs going on at the border right now at Eagle pass and other places. The Supreme Court came out and said, hey, uh, the federal government can go out there and cut the razor wire of the Texas border, right? Justice Roberts is the one that sided with them. What does Abbott say right here? That authority of Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, that authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. Basically, telling the Supreme Court to go pound dirt. Telling Customs and Border Patrol to go pound dirt. Now, what did I always say? Once Texas steps up, other states will follow. Governor Christy Noem of South Dakota, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, see how that's aligning? have also joined the rebellion offering support and assets while standing in lockstep with Texas against the federal government tyranny. What else do we got? We got uh, the governor of Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Governor Stitt, said Oklahoma will stand with Texas. The rebellion has begun, people. I told you from the beginning, the 10th Amendment will be the real civil war. That is the federal sovereignty, the federal state rights through invasion or whatever it might have been standing up against the federal bureaucracy. Right now you have Florida, South Dakota, Oklahoma, and Texas. More will follow. You're going to see Missouri. You're going to see Kansas. You're going to see Iowa. You're, you're going to see probably Utah, you're going to see a lot of the Southern states, Louisiana, they're all going to join in on this. What does that do? It does the same thing that we've seen already formulating all around this country. It's going to pick sides. It's like the BRICS versus the Western global order. This is the enemy and my enemy is my friend. They are going to stand up against the federal bureaucracy. The federal bureaucracy really has no choice Okay, the fact, what did what did Abbott just say there? We don't give a shit what the federal courts say. Okay, so the federal courts, Supreme Court, they're interpreting statutes, laws, regulations, Constitution. Right? Abbott said, Article One, Section Ten, Clause Three, that is the supreme law of the land. We have that right. Basically, Abbott said is. Don't interfere with us. Guess what? The federal government has one move and one move only. And that is to go in and try to secure that border themselves by removing the Texas National Guard. The moment that begins and that begins to happen, what you're going to see probably over the next few weeks is you're probably going to see some move like that specifically. And the governor of Texas is going to remove all federal customs and border patrol and law enforcement officers from the state of Texas. These other states will follow suit. They will remove federal officers from their states. Biden most likely will call up the military in this matter, deploy the military to that area to try to get the Texas National Guard out and away. Well, guess what? If you ever served in the military, Take 10 random people from the military, <laughs> and this is the truth. And if you ever served in the military, you know what I'm talking about. Take 10 random people, put them in a line, and ask them where they're from. 50% of them are from Texas. How do you think that's going to go with the military when they're told to go uh, remove the Texas National Guard? They're going to be like, yeah, not going to happen. So we're going to see, hopefully, a mutiny against the federal government. Hopefully we see Abbott hang his balls out there and say, let's do this because this is the standup that we need to happen against federal tyranny. Because now the rumors are circulating that Texas's plan to secede from the U.S. is gaining momentum. Abbott has declared that Texas 
is being invaded and accused Biden of betraying his oath. Over 6 million migrants have poured across the U.S. southern borders, causing chaos of states, especially Texas. Daniel Miller, Miller the head of the Texas movement, says, I think with the trajectory of federal government is on, Texas will definitely become an independent nation within the next 30 years. Okay, 30 years. That's a long time. I think the trajectory that this is headed towards is you're going to see Texas basically wage war on the federal government and multiple red states. You got to remember, we have 33 red states. You're going to see multiple red states joining behind Texas. Now that has massive implications because you can have constitutional conventions. You can have a constitutional convention where those states come in and they can begin impeachment proceedings to remove the president. Oh yeah. So there's a lot of things here that are in play and that can happen. Specifically, I want to see Texas flex their muscles. Now, if Texas, Texas comes out, votes immediately to secede, um, and wants to become their own independent country, um, my kids don't know it, but I'm, we're moving to Texas. We'll, we'll be there in a heartbeat because that is a going to be a good place to go. It's going to be a little chaotic, but it'll be a good place to go. Alpha Warrior, my good buddy, Alpha Warrior, posted this today. To the people of Texas and all Americans in the world. I think with what's going on in Texas, we should remember a famous letter from our history. The following letter was written by Lieutenant Colonel Compt, William B. Travis, while he was surrounded and outnumbered. Letters transcribed below. The commandancy of the Alamo. Bejar, February 24th, 1836. To the people of Texas and all Americans in the world, fellow citizens and compatriots, I am besieged. By a thousand or more of the Mexicans under Santa Ana, I have sustained a continual bombardment in Cannondale for 24 hours and have not lost a man. The enemy has demanded a surrender at direction. Otherwise, the garrison are to be put to the sword. If the fort is taken, I have answered the demand with a cannon shot and our flag still waves proudly from the walls. I shall never surrender nor retreat. Then I call on you in the name of liberty, of patriotism, and everything dear to the American character to come to our aid with all dispatch. The enemy is receiving reinforcements daily and will no doubt increase to three or 4,000 in four or five days. If this call is neglected, I am determined to sustain myself as long as possible and die like a soldier who never forgets what is due to his own honor and that of his country. Victory or death. William Barrett Travis, Lieutenant Colonel, Commandant. P.S. The Lord is on our side. When the enemy appeared in sight, we had not three bushels of corn. We have since found a deserted houses, 80 or 90 bushels, and got into the walls, 20 or 30 head of beeves. We must stand with Texas. If you're able to, maybe it's time to start heading down there. It's where this is all going to kick off. And the other side of this, if you're the deep state and you're the globalist, what do you want to do? How do you move into this? Right? How do you transition? Right? This. We just had the World Economic Forum in Davos. Moves, counter moves. Reactions, reactions. Okay. Now, I want you to listen to a short one minute and 30 second clip because this is how these people think. This is what they think. This is who they are at their core foundation sociopathic, soulless beings. Check this out. Many, maybe most legal systems are based on this idea, this belief in human rights. But human rights are just like heaven and like God. It's just a fictional story that we've invented and spread around. It may be a very nice story, 
may be a very attractive story, we want to believe it, but it's just a story. It's not a reality. It is not a biological reality. Just as jellyfish and woodpeckers and ostriches have no rights, homo sapiens have no rights also. Take a human, cut him open, look inside, you find their blood and you find the heart and lungs and kidneys, but you don't find there any rights. The only place you find rights is in the fictional stories that humans have invented and spread around. Fictional stories that human beings have created and spread around. We are endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights. Among them, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. See, the reason ostriches, cows, and chickens don't have rights is because ostriches, cows, and chickens are not masters of their domain. They're not able to consciously or logically or even rationally understand what a right is. But damn well if you go to the middle of the jungle and you find that lion, do you think that the lion has rights within that domain? I would say that the lion has the rights to shit and piss anywhere he wants. He has the right to go and kill any prey that he wishes. That is the right of the lion, endowed by the lion's creator. Because he was made the master of that domain. And philosophically, throughout the history of mankind, we came into this discussion. What are our rights? How are our rights endowed within us? Where do they come from? Hmm? You've all know Harari is right in a sense is that we wrote them down. The ideas could have been divinely inspired. Maybe, maybe not. I believe that the ideas were divinely inspired. I believe that inherently with inside of ourselves, we have the right to be free. We have the right to be happy. We have the right to say and do as we wish. And the reason I know that to be true is because if you live in the opposition of those things, you're miserable, you're unhappy. If you live in the opposition of those things, life doesn't go right. You become unhealthy. You are taken out of your natural state of being. See, your rights are not just things that are placed on paper or, or said to be endowed by your creator. Your rights are the driving force of what makes you, you. This is why you must express your rights every day as much as possible. So when we look at so when we look at what's going on here, you've all know Harari. These Marxists, these people like this, they don't give a shit about you, your rights, or any constitutional piece of paper or anything. When they see in when they see action occurring. Texas, for instance, Carrie Lake dropping bombs. They know Trump is about to do a massive dump. When this happens, they're going to counteract it. Damn well know they are going to counteract it. That means riots, protests, economic collapse, cyber attacks, uh, that means the pushing of World War III. We have today the NATO exercise with 90,000 plus NATO assets taking place. This comes a week and a half after a leaked build the, from the German primary um, um, mainstream media. Leaked documents from the German military stating that they have good intelligence that Russia is going to attack them in the next few years of which they are preparing. NATO general just a few days ago, the NATO, NATO admiral stood up and said, I would have blankets, I would have gasoline, I would have food, enough to last. Yeah, it might not be five years till this happens, but you should have these things. And he was nervous. They have ammunition to expend. They will expend that ammunition at all costs if their power structure, their power base is threatened. And guess what? 
It is being threatened. It is being threatened by Donald Trump. It is being threatened by Kerry Lake. It is being threatened by you. It is being threatened by me. It is being threatened by Elon Musk. It's being threatened by everybody under the sun who is rising up to see the truth of the world. Chaos is coming. The question is, is it going to be the controlled chaos from the deep state, from the globalists, of which they control the fall of the house of cards and are there to pick up the pieces? Or is it going to be a naturally designed chaos that occurs systematically as various different pieces are dropped from the top, bringing that information out there, allowing people to wake up. And as they wake up, they disconnect from the system that they've held up for so long that allowed this corruption to be produced. That's the chaos I want to see. So we talked about Carrie Lake, Mitch McConnell involved in that. Now let's go to New Hampshire. Nikki Haley is out here declaring that, uh, thank you, New Hampshire. We did great and we won and she won't drop out. But there is something off about what happened in New Hampshire, wasn't there? Something seriously off with what happened in New Hampshire. Lots of the exit polls show that 37% of the vote from to Nikki Haley was not registered Republicans, but instead Democrats. Registered Republicans, they were Democrats. 37% of the vote that she received. Listen to one of these people talk right here. Christian, who did you vote for and why? Yeah, so thank you. I voted for Nikki Haley, and it was certainly a strategic vote. Um, I think the DNC is fairly resolute in their nomination for Joe Biden. Uh, and while I wouldn't vote for her in a general election, particularly on our differences with uh, climate change solution, a woman's right to bodily autonomy or uh, incarceration rates, I think a vote for Nikki Haley is, helps diminish Trump's influence in the RNC and their nomination, but is also a vote towards democracy. And how many times did you hear that today from a lot of these people on the exit polls? They were Democrats, Marxists, liberals voting as independents in the Republican primary for Nikki Haley, not because they're going to vote for her for president, because it's a vote away from Trump. That's why Nikki Haley last night said, just wait, it's not over. Because there was an inflow of all these voters coming in that aren't Republicans that they thought would take Nikki Haley over the top. It didn't work. And it didn't work because Donald Trump is the fucking man. We said this multiple times before in the past. That as this progresses to 2024, they are not going to be able to stop Donald Trump. That their cheating can only go so far. That when you have a vast majority within a state that are supporting Donald Trump, that are awakened, that understand the problems of this country and are set to resolve and fix it. Okay. It doesn't matter how much cheating you do. You're never going to go over that critical threshold. And that's what we just saw with New Hampshire. That's what we just saw with Iowa. And that's what we're going to see with South Carolina. Massachusetts becomes another state. The ballot commission rejects the efforts to bar Trump from the 2024 election. Top United Kingdom general says civilians will have to be conscripted into the citizens' army to fight a major war against Russia. Just last week, we have the NATO admiral that comes out and says, you better prepare, you better get your gas, better get your food, you, you better have this stuff now. And he was nervously scared. Now we have the UK general saying that they're going to do a draft in the UK to bring people into the citizens' army. We have Germany saying that they expect Russia to attack them. We have Russia coming out and saying, hey, if you guys want to play this game, we'll use nukes. We, we really don't care. Now we have... Um, multiple reports that the U.S. is U.S. and Israel are considering Iran a mass a major target in what's happened with the Houthis in Yemen and everything else. That now they're going to focus their attention on Iraq and Iran. There is going to be retaliation for this. I want to find this video because this is 
what I've been talking about the whole time with Madison Cawthorn. Remember I talked about Madison Cawthorn? Well, maybe I'll save that for the end here. Hold on. I want to, I thought there was something else that I wanted to do. Um, yeah. NATO kicks off largest military exercise. That was it. Yep. I think that was it. Okay. That, that was the one I was thinking of. James O'Keefe today, DC swamp exposed part one, DC blackmail, a Capitol Hill intern reveals how members of Congress are coerced to vote a certain way through blackmail and extortion after affairs and sex parties. Cawthorn wasn't lying. And I told everybody this O'Keefe's media group founder, James O'Keefe has discovered that nothing is as it seems when it comes to Congress members, voting patterns, the staffers they hire or their activities outside of Congress. Meet Titus Warren, Warren, a Democrat working for Republicans in Congress. These Republicans do not care about Warren's political views or the potential of him tipping off to the other side. In fact, Titus states that he loves Nancy Pelosi and believes that Donald Trump needs to die. Still, his employers don't seem to care how he thinks. While Titus says he keeps the details to himself, he is sure that his boss knows his political views, considering the fact that a photo of Nancy Pelosi sits proudly on Titus's desk. Every time I see her or we run into each other, you know, sometimes I'll even go to her office and then I'll just go and uh, go to her candy bowl, said Titus, before confirming that Pelosi knows him and loves him um, and he loves her. Titus also boasted that he gets to attend a lot of embassies and a lot of events at the White House and that he loves Joe Biden. When asked about how Republican constituents might respond to his viewpoints, Titus said, if they, do, if they do care, they can kiss the crack of my ass because I don't care. What's worse is that most congressmen in D.C. don't actually think for themselves but rely on staffers like Titus and their advisors to guide them in decision making. Or they rely outside influences such as blackmail, which uses their sexual wrongdoings while serving the American people. Titus was able to provide us with good intel on the inner workings of Congress and how members of both parties are coerced to vote a certain way through what he called vote suggestion. But these so-called suggestions aren't suggestions at all. They are much more nefarious ways of blackmailing members of Congress who have engaged in affairs on their spouses or downright sex parties with other members, according to Titus. There's a lot of things that I see with my own eyes, he told O'Keefe. Madison Cawthorn wasn't lying neither, said Titus, as he explained that most Congress members are married, but they have affairs with other Congress people, and they have like parties and stuff. Titus then confirmed that the alleged parties get hot and heavy. Though he said he's never gone to one of these parties or been invited, Titus contends that is a fact and an open secret. It happens a lot more than you think, he noted before telling us that he thought it was a fiction or a joke before he began working in Congress. A majority of the members that come late are nine to ten times hung over from the sex parties the night before. These parties are then used to gain leverage over the officials to pressure them to vote for the swamp's preferred policies and against unfavorable policies. But this leverage is not only used to change votes in Congress, it seemingly applies to election season too. As Titus explains, if you ever run for office and you've been where I am, you would use that as leverage to win your campaign. As reported in the Gateway Pundit, Madison Cawthorn revealed in March 2022 that he was invited to a sexual get-together or an orgy at a D.C. elite's home, McCarthy's. He also alleged that some of the people leading on the movement to try and remove addiction in our country were often doing cocaine right in front of him. This caused a stir within the House of Representatives. Cawthorn was then smeared as a liar, threatened with consequences, and then Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and removed from Congress in the next election. We reached out to Cottis and Mathord for his reaction to Titus's bombshell assertions. Cawthorn says, well, I mean, I've never been to a party like this. I got invited to them. My instant reaction to that is, you know, especially the blackmail piece is that it seemed like this individual was talking about, um, was, ta was talking about in this place. That's something that I experienced firsthand. It's kind of a latent threat. It's kind of just an understood thing in Washington. It's not something that's ever really said to you, but it's well known that people can always have leverage points on you. People only want to put you in compromising situations so they can have leverage over you so they can control your vote. Titus said the early the media either does not know about this black belt bullshit 
or they're not allowed to run these stories. It would seem more likely the latter. Titus first, further related the sexual conduct in Congress to former Democrat staffer Adam Ease Kosopke, uh, who was terminated by Senator Ben Cardin after the staffer's hardcore gay sex tape filmed at the Hart Senate building surfaced. That actually did not happen the day it came out, said Titus, indicating that the sex tape was filmed months earlier and used as leverage against Senator Cardin or Aiden. Uh, or, or Aiden. So that was used as leverage. It was released against the senator. When asked if he feels guilty about what he sees in Congress or being a secret Democrat working in a Republican office, Titus responded, I get my check and I'm good, while stipulating his lust for buying expensive items such as Louis Vuitton and handbags and fashion accessories from other high-end stores like Chanel. All my money that I'm saving now is for me to go to the Hamptons every weekend of the summer. Guys, I've said it time and time again. Social and cultural destabilization, political destabilization leads to economic destabilization, which leads to supply chain um, supply chain collapse, infrastructure collapse, World War III, global economic collapse. DC is bought and sold. DC does not work for you, work for me. They work for foreign intelligence agencies. They work for the deep state. They work for the cabal. They work for the globalists. And doesn't matter if they have Republican or Democrat by their name, they don't give a shit about you and they will always vote in that direction. You go back to Donald Trump's speech at the beginning of this video, he says, we're going to root all that out. I hope he's right. I hope that he moves to remove all of them. He got rid of quite a few when he came in last time, but we will see what happens. The Georgia Senate is to launch a sweeping investigation and appoint a nine-member special committee with subpoena powers to explore whether Fulton County DA Fannie Willis, who was attacking Trump just a few months ago, benefited from the affair with Nathan Wade, a special prosecutor hired by her office and paid over $700,000. See how it's all turning around? The next is going to be Jack Smith. Next, you're going to find out some bombshell about Jack Smith. And people are going to be like, no way. See, the hunters become the hunted. Future proves the past, people. It's fucking phenomenal. Here is a uh, very staggering, kind of confusing statistic that people need to be warned about. 30% of Gen Z adults identifies LGBTQ. A national survey by the Public Rela uh, Religion Research Institute reveals that nearly 30% of Gen Z adults in the U.S. identifies LGBTQ. This percentage significantly surpasses that of older generations, marking Gen Z as the queerest adult generation to date. Why? Psychological warfare, um, manipulation, social media integration, a cell phone in every hand, poor diets, synthetic food, GMO food. Um, you have ready roundup in the soil, in the water. Um, you have polluted air. That's why. Chemical and psychological imbalance. Now, we're talking about everything coming down. We're talking about the whole system collapsing. People finally being held accountable. One million people died in the U.S., maybe 20 million worldwide, and it was funded by the U.S. government. Approved by Dr. Anthony Fauci. The U.S. government is responsible for the creation of COVID-19. Millions have died. The biggest crime against humanity. Now what? This is Rand Paul joining Tucker Carlson. Let's listen just to a little bit of this. So I want to ask you about COVID. Speaking of betrayals, um, you've written a book called Deception, the Great COVID Cover-Up. What do you think was covered up about COVID? Uh, the fact that the U.S. government, at the behest of Anthony Fauci, funded it. Uh, the fact that they knew it was dangerous research and that they did not allow the research to go before the normal safety committee. See, we paused this dangerous research. They call it gain-of-function research, where you combine parts of two different viruses and you get a brand new super virus that has never before existed. It's brand new, it doesn't exist in nature. You have created it, which is an amazing thing, but not a good thing. When you create these viruses, there's a danger they leak out from the lab. 
but we had funded that. So between 2014 and 2016, people became very worried that scientists were now aerosolizing, taking a virus that was 50% lethal, like Ebola, that spreads by bodily fluids like AIDS, so it's not right. as contagious, just like sitting in a room, and saying, well, why don't we see, hey, let's see if we can mix it with this other virus and see if we can make it aerosolized. They were doing that with the avian flu. The avian flu is deadly, but it mostly kills chickens, doesn't infect humans very well, but they're like, hmm, wonder if we can make the avian flu more infectious and see if we can transmit it through the air. And then they did. They did eight targeted mutations. And so people freaked out. The whole scientific world did around 2012. 2014 to 16, they banned it. But during this period of time, Anthony Fauci continued to give exemptions to it. But here's the curious thing. The research in Wuhan is going on during this time. We've been funding research in China for a long time, but we keep funding it during the ban. But we can't find records of how they got the exemption. We know it had to go through Anthony Fauci. He says approved all of this research. We can't find it. They won't give us the deliberations. They also set up a committee in 2017. They secretly reopened the door. No more ban. But there was a new committee, a pandemic safety committee that was supposed to review this. There's no way this research shouldn't have gone before the committee. And it didn't go before the committee. All of a sudden, it just, boom, it was getting done. So for three years, I've been asking, I want to see the deliberations that happened at the NIH. None of this is classified. It's just science research. It's now five years old. I want to see the deliberations on how you made and who made the decision to fund the research in China. But I still can't get it. So, so Rand Paul talking here with Tucker Carlson. He's laying it all out. Now, I've been hypercritical of Rand Paul about all of this bullshit because Rand Paul for the longest time has had the ability to do something, but yet has not done anything about it, has not made criminal, inqu criminal inquiries directly to the DOJ. But now we're saying Rand Paul and Tucker in that conversation goes on to say, or insinuate at least. Are you saying that murder charges need to be filed? Now, that was actually quoted there by General Michael Flynn, who, by the way, might be the next director of national intelligence under the Trump administration, who is sitting here going that we need to file murder charges against Anthony Fauci and anybody involved, Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, all of them. Imagine if that happens. Donald Trump gets in. People come in. And they start prosecuting these people. I think one of the reasons that Rand Paul hasn't made the moves on this yet is because nothing will happen. He's got to wait till the Trump administration gets back into power for anything to actually happen. I think that that's one of the biggest things that we're waiting for right now. All right. We're coming up on time. Guys, I want to play this for you real quick. Um, this Saturday... This Saturday, Decentralized Media presents Operation Truth, Saturday, January 27th, noon to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This will be hosted by James Grunvig, uh, Tammy Cuthbert Garcia, and myself. Uh, we will have a string of guests. Some of these guests won't be there. Other guests are actually coming in. We're going to have Dr. Christian Northrup talking about the infiltrated health movement uh, Kathy O'Brien, the MK Ultra survivor, coming on, talking with James, Dr. Lee Merritt, talking about disease X and the ghost virus. Um, Carrie Cassidy will be joining myself, um, talking about humanity's last stand. Um, Alpha Warrior will be joining me, Waking Up America, as well as Alexandra Bruce with Forbidden Knowledge. And then we have a few other people that will be joining Tammy there. I don't have uh, all the names, but this is Saturday. Um, you can go to decentralized.media, www.decentralized.media. There's going to be more and more information on there um, about all of this. Now, there's a few things to discuss about this because what this actually is for us is that we're trying to raise some money. And uh, to give you guys an idea, and I can't, I, I guess I can say this publicly, we've raised money for decentralized media. So it's a startup company. We've raised some money for it, okay? So we're, we're go. We have some really big names that are coming on board with us. We This is what the meetings have all been about. When you hear these names, you're going to be like, holy shit. 
So what we're trying to do is we're trying to crowd some for some money. And the way this works is that we have um, three tiers. We have a bronze membership, a silver membership, and a gold membership. The gold membership is going to get a Dr. Northrup autograph book, um, a health product, some of the health products, and seven uh, founding member benefits. Silver membership, one health product, seven founding member benefits, and then the seven founding member benefits. If you're wondering what that is, it's going to be one of Dr. Christiane Northrup's books autographed and sent to you specifically. Uh, we got various different uh, health products, Amitolife, Menopause, Rebel Immunity, Amitolife Men's Health. Um, and then we also have massive access to decentralized media. If you don't know about decentralized media, um, we're going to be having live events online and in person. Um, we're going to be having podcasters, investigative journalists, um, news broadcasters, and all different types of content coming on board. Um, I can't give really any of the names out that will be released here relatively shortly, um, but it's going to be focused on fringe, conspiracy, news investigative journalism, human anti-human trafficking, the health and freedom movement, as well as a little bit more. Now, the seven benefits that you get if you guys do decide to help us out, an annual membership in the decentralized media platform, an exclusive private network for the founding members, uh, access to decentralized media's survive and thrive bundle of reports, articles, ebooks, videos, and courses. Each member's name featured on a forever page to recognize all founding members. Uh, priority, priority access to all things to decentralized media. So any events that we have, any online in-person events, um, any live streams, you guys get priority access, VIP access to all decentralized media events in 2024. So we're going to have three live events in person in 2024, and you'll get VIP access to all of those events, coupon deals and discounts on tons of different stuff that we have offering. So there'll be more information coming out on decentralized.media about that. But if you want to be part of the revolution and help us, you know, listen, I like a lot of the platforms that we're on, but I see where they're headed in the future. And I think that we need something that is really Patriot owned, Patriot controlled and something that is going to be true to its name to keeping information free out there as well as not censoring. And it's got to be decentralized in content distribution and decentralized in monetization. And that's what we're seeking to do. And that's why we actually have financial backers. That's why we have a lot of good people joining us in this fight and mission. So we're asking you to join us. So Saturday, put it on your clock. At, at the very least, come on in. Go to, You can watch it on all of uh, uh, Red Pill Project's channels. So it'll be streaming on all of our channels. Come on in, say hi, give it a rumble and share it out and enjoy the show. It's going to be a great show talking with lots of great people. Um, and we probably have another few different special guests coming in as well. Um, other than that, guys, much love, respect. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. If you want to help support everything that we do here at the Red Pill Project, please visit us over at redpills.tv. And there's tons of ways to find and support us over there, as well as don't forget to go on over there and get your mushroom supplements, your Coriolis Versicolor mushrooms, redpills.tv slash mushroom, or get your pet mushrooms, your mush puppies, redpills.tv slash pets. Rave reviews coming out about these products are absolutely freaking fantastic. Um, they will help you, especially if you're feeling sick, ill. They help fight disease, all different types of stuff. I get messages every day on the social red pill from people taking them that love them so much love respect god bless you guys we'll be back tomorrow night tomorrow night as well the q a after chat will be tomorrow night thursday so make sure that you are a subscribing member on the social and that you have the appropriate subscription i believe it's just a base level subscription to get to the q a tomorrow um and i hope to see you guys all there much love respect take care good night try and bend the spoon that's impossible only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.